Having recently returned from an extended trip to Florida in my 2020 Keystone Bullet 243 BHS, I've now made very similar trips in both the Bullet and my 2017 RPOD 179. Having taken both on similar paths for a similar length of time, how do they compare? Is one the overall winner? Well, let's find out in this video. Hey everybody, this is John Marucci. Thanks for visiting the On The Road YouTube channel. You know, this channel is all about helping you get the most out of your RV travel experience. Before we get going, welcome to the channel. If you're new here, remember to subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified when new videos are published. If you want to dive deeper, we put more content and photos on Instagram and Twitter at John Marucci. So let's go ahead and jump in. First, I've greatly enjoyed traveling with both the R-Pod and the Bullet. Both travel trailers have facilitated some great times, yet they're both unique with different capabilities and features. Let's look at how they compare for taking on a long trip based on 10 different criteria. So the first criteria we're gonna look at is the home front. Now let's look at the R-Pod first. The R-Pod actually is a little more difficult to back up my driveway due to the angle at the bottom of the drive. The Bullet, on the other hand, while larger, has a higher ride height and is easier to back up onto the driveway. The Bullet, due to additional length, it can make the shorter driveway more challenging when hooking up the tow vehicle. You know, when mine's hooked up, it goes all the way from the garage to the street and intersects the sidewalk, so it's pretty long. Second, let's look at towing. And we're gonna talk about the weights between the two trailers here. The R-Pod weighs in at 2,756 pounds unloaded weight, with 1,036 pounds cargo weight and 292 pounds hitch weight. The bullet's quite a bit heavier at 4,940 pounds unloaded with 1,560 pounds cargo weight and 580 pounds hitch weight. Both trailers are towed using appropriately sized Blue Ox weight distribution hitches with no issues. The R-Pod tows fairly effortlessly on the highway, towed with my Toyota Tundra. It's barely noticeable back there. The Bullet, on the other hand, it tows well, but you can tell when it's back there, most noticeably on stretches of incline highway. Let's thirdly look at fuel economy. So this is gonna talk a little bit about my tow vehicle towing both trailers. You know, for a baseline here, the Tundra, when you're not towing, isn't great on MPG. It gets 13 city when 17 highway. When I'm towing the R-Pod, I've consistently gotten 10.5 to 11.5 MPG, and that's terrain and wind dependent. Now when I'm towing the Bullet, which again is quite a bit heavier, that MPG goes down a little bit to about nine, nine and a quarter to 10 on average MPG, again, terrain and wind dependent. So the fourth thing we're gonna look at is travel stops. You know, let's look at parking lots for a second. So when you pull the R-Pod into a parking lot, let's say a big box retailer, you can usually pull straight into a double length parking stall, just go right across the two lengths of a stall. The Bullet, you really can't do that, it's quite a bit longer you have to pull into the edge of a parking lot and cross multiple stalls. Okay, now fueling is a really interesting thing with both trailers as well that I've experienced. With the R-Pod, you could stop at most gas stations along the route. There's really not a problem because the R-Pod's just not that high or long to deal with, so you can use most gas stations. The Bullet, however, I found out it became more essential to stop at truck stops and fueling centers. Okay, let's look also at accessing the interior. So on the R-Pod side, the interior is very accessible on the 179, and it's easier due to the fact that the slide-out really does not get in the way of accessing the fridge or the bathroom. 
The bullet, however, you can access the bath and kitchen, but not without climbing over the dinette cushions. Okay, so the fifth thing we're gonna look at is campsites. The R-Pod at a total length of 20 feet fits easily and comfortably into most sites. Now the bullet is just under 29 feet, so you're a little more limited in which sites you can use. Although this has not been much of a problem when I'm camping in Florida, it's a little bit more of a problem of finding longer sites in Michigan. The sixth thing we're gonna look at is set up and tear down. So the first thing in this, let's look at the slide out. Now the R-Pod is easier to clean the slide out, both from an interior and exterior standpoint. If you think about it, the R-Pod has a height advantage. The exterior height of the slide out is quite a bit lower. You don't have to get a longer ladder to clean the top of the R-Pod slide out. Usually a shorter ladder will work for you to stretch to. The interior ability to wipe off the slide out is also quite a bit easier. You can stretch up with a short stool and clean the interior of the slide out. The bullet, however, does not have a height advantage. It's actually a height disadvantage. It's quite a bit taller, so you probably need a taller ladder to clean the outside if you have debris on your slide out. And the interior, really, there's an inability to reach above the dinette trim to wipe off the slide out. It makes it much more difficult to clean the top of the slide out in the bullet. Now, also in the bullet, it's actually overall, it's easier to deal with the slide out. There's no strapping down the table like in the R-Pod. No removal of the ottoman cushions. You simply pull it in and go. It's pretty simple. So some general things. You know, the bullet seems like we've had less stuff shifting around in cabinets when you're actually traveling, which is really counterintuitive. I actually thought the R-Pod would have less shifting, but the bullet seems to have less shifting around when we're moving down the road. The R-Pod, you know, the bathroom door stays closed, and our bullet, for some reason, we just can't keep the bathroom door closed when we're traveling. So the seventh thing we're gonna look at is capacities. First thing is propane tanks. Now the R-Pod came with one 20 pound propane tank and the bullet came with two 20 pound propane tanks. Fresh water's a little bit different. So the fresh water tank on the R-Pod is 36 gallon. That includes the six gallons in the hot water heater. And the bullet 43 gallons, which also includes the six gallons in the hot water heater. The gray tank and the black tank on both units, believe it or not, are the same. They're 30 gallons on both. So just be aware of that. You'd think that the larger unit would have a bigger gray water and black water tank on the bullet, but it just doesn't. The eighth thing we're gonna look at are appliances. So let's look at the refrigerator first. For the R-Pod, you know, a second freezer is almost essential on a long trip, and that's what I found. The 3.7 cubic foot refrige on board is just not much space to work with when you're on a long trip. Think about it with me for a second. You're on a longer trip, you wanna go out and get larger amounts of groceries, and so the 3.7 cubic foot fridge just doesn't store that much stuff. So we found that we use uh, the EdgeStar fridge freezer unit to bring with us when we're doing long trips with the R-Pod. It helps a lot and gives you a lot more capacity. Pretty essential in my opinion with the R-Pod. The bullet, you know, the second freezer like the EdgeStar I'm talking about here is actually optional. It's nice to have, but not necessary. The bullet comes with a six cubic foot fridge on board, and it's really nice to have both the fridge and freezer separate on that six cubic foot unit. You really don't need a separate freezer. Besides that, the uh, Bullet has an outdoor mini fridge so you can actually store drinks and things out there. So you have a lot of fridge freezer space already built into the Bullet. The Bullet seems easier to keep temperatures consistent on the fridge freezer in the unit. And I think the reason for this is that the refrigerator and the Bullet's actually on the inside rather than the slide out like it is in the R-Pod. So if you think about the refrigerator and the R-Pod and the 179 is in the slide out, which means it's surrounded on a few sides here by open air and when it's warm, it makes it more difficult for the refrigerator to stay cool. 
So with the Bullet, you can actually get by with less frequent defrosting as well versus the R-Pod we found. So there's some things on the refrigerator. Let's look at the stove next when we're looking at appliances. The R-Pod is a two burner stove and you need to use a lighter to ignite it while the Bullet has a three burner stove and has ignition knobs that work quite well so you can just light it through the ignition knobs. The oven is the next thing you know. Most of you know the R-Pod has the combination microwave convection oven, which is quite good. The Bullet has a gas oven it's not the easiest to light, in my opinion, and it's separate microwave in the bullet. However, one of the things that you'll be aware of with a gas oven is if you're going boondocking, you can use it without having to have electric. The ninth thing we're going to look at is living space. So overall, the bullet feels uh, like a small apartment versus the R-Pod really feeling like a camper. Uh, it's very interesting on this last trip to Florida, many times thinking about it, it's like this is like having an apartment on wheels. And the R-Pod, love being out in the R-Pod, but it really is like a camper versus an apartment feel. Now, the Bullet has enclosed underbelly with ducted heat running through it. The R-Pod is an underbelly which is fully open to the elements. Now, what that means is you can actually camp in colder weather. As long as you have the heater on, it's going to keep your tanks pretty warm and it allows you to go down to colder temps. Storage space, the Bullet really has much more storage, as you'd expect with a larger trailer. Under the dinette has storage, under the bed has storage, and it also has quite a bit of storage under the belly, larger than the R-Pod. The bathroom, the Bullet has a full bathroom, much easier, no waiting for the shower to dry off before using the toilet. And of course, if you know about the R-Pod 179 as a wet bath, works fine, quite a bit more cramped. Okay, the 10th and final thing we'll look at is outdoor space. So the R-Pod, you know, screen room is pretty essential on longer trips. Uh, we use it to keep the fridge-freezer in as well, to cover the fridge-freezer we bring with us, the Edge Star. But it's nice to have that, the screen room, pretty much because it multiplies your space you need and it allows you to use the outdoors a lot better. The Bullet, we really didn't even use the screen room. We actually brought the screen room with us and never used it. Uh, we just kept the fridge-freezer unit actually under the belly of the Bullet and it was no problem staying there. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Bullet has a 19-foot awning provided with, you know, shaded space. Uh, and being powered is much easier to deal with uh, during windy situations than a separate visor awning that I've had with the R-Pod. Okay, so is one the overall winner? Well, you know, it really depends. They both have advantages and disadvantages depending on your travel plans. Remember when shopping, it's important to consider your needs, use applications, tow vehicle, and budget. While this comparison is based on my 2017 R-Pod 179 and 2020 Keystone Bullet 243 BHS, a lot of these comparisons would equally apply to many other 20-foot and 30-foot class travel trailers. So when am I going to use each of the travel trailers? You know, I'm going to use the R-Pod when I'm going on shorter trips time-wise. The reason is I'll have less needs and less storage requirements. I'm going to use the R-Pod when I'm planning on spending a lot more time outdoors and away from the unit since it's a smaller unit inside. I'm also going to use the R-Pod when I'm going to smaller campgrounds and campsites. So it can fit in almost any campsite, so definitely an advantage to the R-Pod. I'm also going to use the R-Pod when I'm traveling to areas with steeper grades. So if I'm going through the mountains, it'll just put a lot less tax on my tow vehicle. I'll also use the R-Pod when I'm going to a site with a great rear view because of the kitchen window in the back of the R-Pod. It's really nice when you're washing dishes and you can see, or cooking, and you can see the great view in the back. Okay, conversely, I'd use the bullet when I'm going on a longer trip time-wise. I have more needs to get things, more storage space I need, 
and so I need a larger space. When I'm spending a lot of time working in the unit, I'll use the Bolt as well. Obviously, it has more space, feels more like an apartment, so if I'm gonna work for extended times away from home, I'll probably take the Bullet. I'll also take the Bullet when I'm going to campgrounds with larger sites. You know, you need more space to fully utilize it, so if you have a campsite with larger sites, the Bullet really makes sense. I'll also probably choose the Bullet when I'm camping in colder weather. Just remember above, we talked about uh, the enclosed underbelly and dual propane, so you can really keep the thing working in colder temperatures. And finally, I'll probably use the bullet when I'm not planning on moving around a lot. So if I'm going to stay in places for longer periods of time, I'll probably just choose the bullet. So there it is, 10 comparison points based on using both units on longer trips. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up and share it. This is John Marucci. Remember to stay safe, and so long for now.